Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Paradox Untold Stories from Athletic Directors. I'm Dr. Dustin Smith, Athletic Director at Greenwood Public Schools in Greenwood, Arkansas, and my co-host is Dr. Danielle LaPointe. We'll get to her in a moment, but I want to first off say thank you to Tickets Picket, who is the official ticketing partner of the NIAAA. Thank you for their sponsorship of this and every episode of Paradox. And we have a special guest today, and I'm excited because it's close to me, um, although she is in St. Louis, and we'll discuss this a little bit later. Um, being a Cubs fan, it's hard for me to root for anybody from St. Louis, but we do have Jen Brooks with us today. Jen, thank you for joining us, and welcome. Uh, go Cardinals, oh, and dear. thank you for having me. <laughs> As I mentioned earlier, uh, we won't hold the, the Cardinals thing against her yet, and we can talk about some of that stuff in a little bit. I don't get to do the formal introduction today because I have been booted from that. Um, and we're going to turn that over to Dr. Danielle LaPointe and let her introduce our guest formally. So, Danielle, how are you today? I'm doing great. Um, I definitely feel the pressure, though, because your introductions have taken a whole new turn that I, I am not accustomed to, but I will do my best here. So I am very excited to have Jen Brooks with us today. Um, she is somebody who I have been fortunate to meet in the last couple of months, and she is at Ursuline Academy, um, which is a private school in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, no Cubs. But... <laughs> Dustin's starting already, but, but um, one thing if you don't know about Jen, that is something I'm very, very proud of is um, what she's done with the global community of women in high school sports. And she's really been able to bring a community of women together who um, may feel more alone at times. Um, we talk about 80s feeling alone, but maybe those women 80s feel a little bit more alone sometimes. And um, she's got like a whole I don't know, club uh, that that meets monthly and gets together. And it's a really positive, um, awesome experience. If you have not been a part of that, I definitely suggest that you do that. So um, as you can see, Jen, it's something that I, I very much admire about you. And I am so excited to have you here today to learn more about you and also some of your, you know, funny, crazy stories. So how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being a part of the Globe community. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I, I love it. It's a it's a great community to be a part of. So for the um, record, I want to I want to throw this in there. You don't have to be a woman to be a part of the global community of women. Mm -hmm. um, Excellent thought. So yeah, she uh, although it is geared for and tailored towards women in high school sports, you don't have to be a female to be part of the, the community. So uh I encourage men to participate in that. I've, I've sat in on a couple of the sessions, a couple of the meetings. Um, it's actually how Danielle and I met originally because of mm -hmm. uh, the global community of women. So I recommend that. And, and we'll talk about that, I'm sure. But um, And we'll, we'll focus more on that than your, your kindness for the red turds, as I call them. Um, <laughs> my, I say him. that all, with all due respect. <laughs> my daughter is named Wrigley my oldest daughter, um, and my wife is a Cardinals fan, so we'll figure that one out. <laughs> There's but. lots of things I could say right now, but I, I, I won't. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you to look at the stats and see how many flags we have flying over our stadium. Yeah, When was the last one, Jen? Because we're in a, a, a culture of what have you done for me lately, right? Oh, I see. I see. 
Well, um, how are you doing this year? Well, we're terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, we're terrible. Yeah, we're <laughs> not so much. We're pretty good. <laughs> Man, I could go all day, really, because I'd have to do this every day with my wife. But uh, anyway, dude, I'm excited. Let's let's paint the picture for those who may not know geographically where St. Louis is um, and where you're located. Go ahead and paint that on the map and tell us who you are aside from what the resume is going to tell us. Tell us about Jim Brooks the person as opposed to Jim Brooks, the AD. Okay. So St. Louis, Missouri, we're literally in the middle of the country. Um, I could, um, we're a stone's throw away from Illinois. So we're right there on that Western or Eastern border. Um, We are, so technically I'm in Kirkwood, Missouri, which is about 15 minutes from downtown St. Louis. So I can be at the Cub Cardinal game within 15 minutes. Um, so let's see (laughs) what else. Um, okay. So me as a person, I've been an athletic director for 26 years, been at Ursuline for 28. Um, when sister hired me back in 1994, I just graduated from college and she said to me, Jen, how old are you? And I said, sister, I'll be 21 before school starts. So (laughs) I was a babe when I started. And then just a couple of years later, I was the AD with no formal training because I have a theology degree. degree. I thought I was going to be a high school uh, theology teacher. Uh, and that certainly was not the, the path uh, that was uh, meant for me. Um, I've been married to my husband, Don, for, gosh, it'll be 27 years in October. Um, he is awesome. Um, it's funny because he used to say when we first got married, like he wanted my job. He's like, that's AD. It's so cool. And now he's like, yeah, not so much. <laughs> Um, we have two kids and they're not really kids anymore. Uh, Nora's 24. Um, she went to Ursuline, she played at Ursuline and then she came back and she's one of my coaches. So that's been a really cool thing because, you know, she gives me honest, uh, raw feedback. Uh, she's not afraid to tell me that things I could do things better or differently. So I appreciate that. Um, and then my son, Luke, uh, he's 22. He just graduated from Mizzou. Um, and he's applying to med school now. So um, it, having those two um, uh, has helped me be a better AD. I always say that having those two helped me be a better AD and being an AD has helped me be a better parent. We can talk about that all later. Um, I love to eat well, love to cook. I, I like to think I'm a little bit of a foodie. I, I love my whiskey. I love my bourbon. Um, I have a brick <laughs> oven in my backyard. So if you're ever in St. Louis, come on over and I'll make you a brick oven pizza. So when well, I I'm, I'm hungry now, I'm thirsty. thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I want to ask about that dynamic with your daughter on staff. Um, you said that she gives you honest feedback. Do you tend to not ask her for feedback <laughs> or does she just volunteer that just because <laughs> of the close proximity of the relationship that you may have? It goes both ways. It goes both ways. You know, she, um, she still lives at home. She graduated from college, uh, in 2019 in that winter semester right before COVID hit. So she moved home and we we're just, we're, we're best of friends. We get along really well. So we have really good conversations. I really do value it. You know, like if, you know, we'll drive to games together and, and talk about things and the perspective that she will give me, I truly value. Um, and then on the flip of the coin, I'm, when she tells me about how she handled the situation, I'm like, dang, I'm really proud of that. She's paid attention. She's learned all these years sitting on these sidelines 
she's learned and I, I'm pretty proud of that. So it's been really good. It's and having her in-house is a good reminder for me of all the demands my coaches have. You know, she's balancing getting her MBA, working full-time during the day, and then coaching in between. Um, and so seeing that balance is a good reminder for, for me of all the demands our coaching staff has, you know. Well, and, and to, to piggyback that on just a second, we wear so many hats as ADs, but you're throwing an additional hat in there as mom as well. And so trying to balance being mom and AD and boss and, oh, yeah, pick up your room if you need to or whatever, you know, some of those details that you have to do. How do you, how do you find that balance? And has that been an interesting shift for you from from that perspective of being, okay, I got to wear my AD hat now as opposed to wearing my mom hat? You know, one of the things I've learned about wearing hats, because I've worn, like you said, a lot of them throughout the years, is I've given myself the grace to be authentic. And so, you know, you, I am what I am. You're going to get, you know, that's, you're going to get me the real authentic me kind of like with, that's just the hat I'm wearing is the Jen hat. Um, And so you're going to see me um, you know, falter. You're going to see me make mistakes. You're going to see me own up to those mistakes. You're going to see me um, excel and do well. You're going to see all of those things. You're going to see me ask questions. You're going to see me answer questions. I think once I learned how to give myself that grace, that I didn't have to be this certain person at this time and this person at this time, that I just got to be Jen no matter where and when I was, um, that grace has allowed me, I think, to be a better version of myself, if that makes any sense. Whew. You talk about me getting deep early. Look at this. <laughs> I mean, this is right off the bat. This is the lead-off hitter. We're going right off the bat with the deepness. But I really, what I really value in that, Jen, is the, the, the statement, the grace to be authentic and to be who you are. And I think that's the key in me asking the question of who Jen is aside from being the AD, because when we boil it down, we're a human being before we're the athletic director. And so we need to be comfortable in who we are. And so for our listeners that are tuned in, that may be young ADs, the sooner you figure out that process to be able to be real, to be authentic, to be, in this case, Jen Brooks, or in your case, whoever you are listening at home, when you got to when you get to that point where you can be authentic and be real, that's the most important hat you wear. We can put on all these different hats, but the most important hat is to be authentic and be real because at the end of the day, you're you and you're you 24 hours a day. So you've got to be comfortable being you. Right, right. And you know, and and I work at an all girls school. So for me being a woman in a leadership position at the school, I've learned that the greatest gift I can give these young female athletes it is the gift of being my, you know, my true self, my authentic self. Um, and, and so that means, you know, um, that they have to see that it's not always easy. They have to see me have fun. They, they have to see me because I'm a very much, I run that right line of being an extrovert and an introvert, you know, so they can see me getting crazy and leading. They can also sit me, see me, see me sitting back and observing, you know, so I think that's the the greatest gift I can give my kids here at Ursuline and really anywhere is, you know, um, to be yourself, to get that permission, that grace, just to be yourself. Well, and I, and I think you're in a unique um, situation, which is, which is awesome because you, 
you know, lots of times you see, um, you know, kids or, or parents and their and grandparents even run coaching run in the family, right? You, you see that, you know, spread throughout the family, whether it's husband and wife or my dad did it or my child's going to do it. And a lot of schools don't even allow that dynamic to be brought onto the same campus. And I think um, that is a good dynamic because you can figure out, like you said, you can get a unique perspective. Um, you'll, you can look at things a little bit differently. And I think that's awesome that your schools allow that to, to still be on campus because that's also another whole role model, right? That you may not even think about if, if the kids are aware, like look at their healthy relationship. And that's, that's a, another good role model for your girls at your school to be seeing. So definitely, definitely. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. You know, and I know that, and and Nora and I know that Nora's my daughter and we know that like, we just went on a trip to New York recently. We took the lacrosse team and I needed her to come, even though she doesn't coach lacrosse, but I'm like, Hey, you've got the coaching credentials, you know, all this, I need need another coach. You're going to come. And, you know, it's so much fun because you know, I, I, they see my authentic me, but they see one layer of me. And so then when they see Nora and I and get, you know, interact and involved, they see that next, that deeper level. And then that for me then opens doors to deeper relationships with them. They're not as afraid, you know, I sadly, you know, in this leadership position, they can be afraid of me. And I really work really hard on kind of assuaging that fear um, but when they see Nora and I interact like a normal mom and daughter, you know, I'm like, hey, girl, hey, they're like, oh, my gosh, coach just said that, you know, or or whatever. <laughs> they see me more real. And so that relationship that Nora and I have helps me have better relationships with my athletes. And I'm forever grateful for that. That's very cool. I mean, I, I'm just thinking there's mic drop early right here. <laughs> and Tina's just dropped that mic. But I think there's some there's some powerful truth in what she's saying about being authentic and figuring out how to be the real you and and not put on a different persona as the ad yes there's times when you have to make administrative decisions and you have to be the leader and you have to be the boss i i get that but at no point are we a robot at no point do we just say i just i just cookie cutter this approach there's got to be a human element to this or we're in the wrong business because we're dealing with humans and so sometimes yeah mm-hmm. I think I think it's very valuable for you to to process early on. I'm glad Jen started this off with that. Um, we're going to laugh, I promise you. We're going to get some stories to where we can laugh and get out of the deep end of this pool right now. But I think it's important for people to understand you got to be you and you got to be mm-hmm. authentic and you got to be true. At the end of the day, you're battling you. I mean, sometimes you just got to will it and you got to wrap your legs around your assistant coach and celebrate a win. Well, I don't know about it. I don't, I don't know that I can support that. <laughs> but, but you be your real you. And I, I think I, I just, I'm just fascinated by that to start that we've mm-hmm. gotten to that point. Usually we do that towards the tail end. So we're just jumping right into that. So I appreciate that from the, from the jump mm-hmm. in. Um, but, but you do say you like to have fun. You enjoy life. You, and I think that's important where kids see that. So Let's jump right in. Let's talk yep. stories about some fun of your 26 years mm-hmm. as an athletic administrator. I know there's got to be some great stories involved in that. Yep. Yes, I, I have a few. Uh, but keep in mind, you know, I've got to be careful of what I say because I'm still an active AD. So mm-hmm. I can only share a few now, but the book will come out after retirement with more fun stories, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> you can leave names out, you know, you can, yeah. you can mask it a little bit. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. Cause you think, you know, okay, I've, I've been doing this for so long that, you know, do I really have any good stories or, or whatever? And when I think about, you know, that question, well, why had one happened to me just this past December? Mm-hmm. Uh, we had gone to the National AD's conference. And when I say we, my husband, Don, came and my daughter, Nora, came. Um, I needed their help. Well, I, I was uh, honored to be, get, I got an award. So that was really cool. So they came to support that. And they came to support me with all the work that I was doing with Global Community. So I, I loved having them with me. Not to mention so, you were in a walking boot. I, I wasn't even in a boot. I was on crutches. I had yeah. had my third yeah. knee surgery right before that. I met them in the suite. So now I have <sighs> like stories to go with their faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, so Denver was awesome. Had a really great time. Uh, you know, it's, if, if you ever, if you get the chance as an AD, I highly encourage you to go to the national convention. It will feed your soul. It will feed your mind. Um, it, it's such a great, great thing. So go to that. So, you know, here I am, we land back in St. Louis, you know, feeling really good about things, but really tired. We had a ton of luggage. Um, and I ordered an Uber to get us home from the airport, which is about a 30 minute ride from where we live. Um, now keep in mind, this is important to note that I can, as I look out my office window, I can see my house. So I live right next door to school. Okay. So we get it. We, I call the Uber and I need my glasses to read and, you know, use my phone. And I, it was cold out. We were tired and I didn't put my glasses on and I ordered an Uber, which I thought was an XL, but it ended up being like a clown car. Okay. (laughs) So this guy pulls up and we're like, I don't know if we can get this to work because my husband is six, three, pushing six, four, Nora's like 5'11", she's tall, you know, and then there's me, the shrimp, but I'm like, and we had tons of luggage, but we're like, the guy's like, we'll make it work. And I desperately wanted to get home. So I'm like, fine, we'll make it work. So here we are. We put luggage in the front drive, front passenger seat. The three of us sit in this clown car in the back seat with luggage on top of us. Like it's crazy. Okay. (laughs) So we start to drive home and um, I don't know why I decided to, have conversation with the Uber driver. Cause that is typically not what I do. Like that's when I go into my introvert, introvert, introvert space. In fact, I think of my Uber app, it says, don't talk to me, <laughs> but so we're talking and, you know, I just, like where this story is going <laughs> and just, you know, you know, you know, conversation, not too, not too heavy, nothing specific. And then even at one point, I lean over to my husband and I say, you know, I, I, do we have any beer in the house? Cause I really, a beer sounds really good right now. Like, and I'm not even saying this really loud. And the Uber driver goes, Oh, I can stop and get some for you. And I was like, Oh no, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> so we drive home and my husband's like looking at me and, and you know, like, why are you talking? Just let's get home. So we get to Kirkwood, which is the city that we live in. And um, we hit traffic. Okay. And so the Uber driver makes some sort of comment about traffic. And I say, oh, I don't know what traffic is. I'm lucky enough to literally live right next door to where I work. And he says to me, oh, where do you work? And I said, oh, I'm at Ursuline Academy. He looks in the rearview mirror at me. Who are you? And my husband looks at me like, oh, God. I'm like, I'm, uh, I'm Jen Brooks. I'm the athletic director. 
goes, my daughter goes to Ursuline. I said, oh, she does? Who's your daughter? And tells me her name. And he goes, I've been meaning to talk to you. And oh. I'm like, my husband's now like nailing me in the elbow, like in the elbowing me. And I'm like, oh God, oh God. He goes, why did she not play this past volleyball season? She didn't get enough playing time. Why, why, why? And he starts going and I was like, oh, sweet Jesus. And we're like two minutes from the house now. So it was, it was, we, you know, we had a struggling volleyball season. There's no, no doubt in that. And I said, you know, sir, I said, here's the thing. I said, you know, that season's in the past. We have a new coaching staff, you know, that I've hired for next year. Let's just focus on the future. I was like, sweet Jesus. And so now we pull into the driveway and he goes, don't tell my daughter I'm an Uber driver. <laughs> I said, don't tell anybody where I live. <laughs> so, yes. that And my husband, we got in the car and Nora and Don both go, why? Seriously, why did you have to talk? I'm like, I don't know. I was trying to be nice. I, I won't be nice anymore. <laughs> you know, so here I was, this great, you know, coming off this great high so excited, you know, ready to get home. And, you know, okay, now I'm ready for the you know next semester. And this, this guy is just like screaming at me in the Uber, you know, through his rear view mirror. Why didn't my daughter play? Jen, we you, have- and you want to go because she's not very good. I mean, how many times does AZs we just want to say, you know why she's not playing? Because she's not good. But you we, can't say that. We have well, two things. We have episodes that are dedicated to having an exit plan when talking to parents and I feel like you broke every single rule <laughs> when it came to that. There was no exit plan. You were in an impossible situation. You know, I told, and you're right. Cause I do have exit plans, you know, like my assistant knows when I'm talking to certain people that I've got a serious phone call, I've got to come take or a situation or I've got an appointment. I have exit plans. I did not plan that well. I don't know. I think I was on such a high from the ADs conference that I was, uh, I lost my mind a little bit. <laughs> you know, I think I would have said, hey, while we're out, because this has transpired, why don't we stop and let me get a lottery ticket? Because the odds of me getting in this Uber <laughs> with you and an upset parent, <laughs> you, you had to be it's right. True. Your luck had to be good where you could go get a lottery ticket and mm-hmm. maybe win the lottery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was crazy, you know, and it goes back to, you know, that whole situation with Nora when I was on my coaching staff, you know, she witnessed the whole thing and she's like, okay, I saw how you handled that very good. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get past the fact that you had luggage stacked on you, you had knee surgery, so you had crutches as well. I mean, you didn't automatically get healed coming from Denver back. And no. so just the... Denver. Just packed into a vehicle, the three of you in the back seat, and the odds of all of that, all that you just mentioned, unpacking all of that without unpacking it at all, being able to say, all right, I am trapped. There is nowhere I can go, and this guy has the keys and the steering wheel. He's taking me wherever he wants to go, and this this ride can be as long as he needs it to be. I don't know how you can handle that. I mean, and then you know, then you have to add to that the whole time. My husband's like elbowing me, like, "What are you thinking?" <laughs> this is Man, like uncomfortable ride. Yeah, this is uncomfortable, like physically, physically, like everything about this Absolutely. is an uncomfortable ride. Yeah. So did finally you give him a tip? 
yeah, yeah, of course, no. of course, you know, I'm going to rise above it all. That's what I tell my kids to do. Take the high road. I took the high road. Um, but instead of that beer, when I got home, I definitely got some bourbon instead. <laughs> so it wasn't, your tip wasn't, hey, she needs to go to a different school or she needs to get better. Your tip was actually in the form of some kind of currency. No, it was. Justin, but the- I did tell him, though, I said, you know, if if, if your daughter is serious about playing next year, <clears throat> she's going to have to start getting more involved. She's going to have to start working hard because this new coach is raising the bar to a level that we've never seen before. And she's going to be need to be ready for it. And he's like, well, she will be. And I'm like, OK, then. What's the um, quote, Dustin, that, that um, we have is is what you can say, Jen, is um, she needed to get more athletic genes from her parents. <laughs> that's, a, that's what Mark Rarick said. That's, that's, what said. that's what he said to a parent. I feel like he could have used that in this situation. Oh yeah, I, I don't think I don't think I could have. No, I think. Yeah. I, I mean, I only think of one person. And truth be told, Mark's not going to be an athletic administrator. Uh, he's going into college profession now. But uh, I, I just think about at what point do you sit in that conversation all of a sudden think. I wish I could rewind this. I wish I hadn't said that. And you can't pull words back and put them back in your mouth. But at some point, did you say, oh, boy, I jumped off a cliff. I didn't mean to jump off of here. You know, because I've been doing this for so long and silly crap like this happens often, I literally now just laugh. And and I'm just like, you know what, buddy? Like, the, literally the joke's on you. I'm laughing at you right now. Like, mm-hmm. not outwardly because you might hurt me, but inwardly I'm thinking the joke's on you, buddy. Like, I, you know, so I, I really, like, now if you would have said to me this 10, 15 years ago, I would have had a whole different reaction probably. But now I feel my armor's pretty strong and I just laugh at it. Now I'm like, you are wasting energy. You're wasting thought. You're wasting time on this. Like. But he also put the ball in your court because he left it with, don't tell my daughter I'm an Uber driver. <laughs> right? Oh, and like, no. it's funny because, you know, I can go a whole, I can go a really long time and not see certain kids because my office is off the beaten path necessarily. And like literally the first day back at school, I saw her and I hadn't seen her in a really long time. And I was like, You know, I think I think he may it may have been the understatement of the year that you said your armor is pretty thick because clearly with your husband elbowing you the whole time trying to get you to be quiet, you just kept on and just said, "Hey, I'm I'm overcoming this obstacle, and we're meeting this head on. You can't run from it. You're trapped in an Uber. Mm-hmm. You can't go anywhere. So let's just deal with it." Oh, heck you know, yeah! You know, that's the one thing I've learned is that you know, even in the crazy. I can still educate the crazy, (laughs) you know, I'm not going to let, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to let this opportunity go by for me not to say my piece, you know, again, 10, 15 years ago, I would have shut the heck up. I would have, you know, never, I wouldn't have gone down that road. Now I'm going to be, I'm now I'm going to be like, listen here, buddy. (laughs) This is like the modern day. Like we've talked about the supermarket where you like go in and you're just trying to buy some milk and like parent sees you or a fan sees you and they, they want to talk to you this is like the modern day like milk aisle <laughs> yeah and you know what? speaking, of, a lot speaking of that milk aisle I very much you know make sure that when I go out I don't go out I'm not I'm no longer branded when I go out mm-hmm. so you know here I am sitting with my Ursuline shirt on right now if I am going to go to the grocery store, I am going to run errands. I changed my shirt real quick because I don't want to be Jen Brooks, the athletic director. I just want to be Jen Brooks. 
you know, because anytime I go out in public and wear my Ursuline gear, someone says, oh, do you go? Did your daughter go there? Did you go there? Do you work there? And then you say, oh, I'm the athletic director. Boom. Another story hits. Oh, this. Oh, that. Oh, oh. Mm -hmm. No, thank you. I've got a solution for you. Just wear Cubs gear and nobody's Oh, gonna... Lord, no. I don't want them to think I'm an idiot. <laughs> you know, the, the you deserve that, Dustin. I named my daughter Wrigley and she can't stand the Cubs. I mean, she's a Cardinals fan. Um, and our our doctor, when we had Wrigley, she said, what are you going to name her? We told her Wrigley and she's like, oh. She said, well, maybe you can name the next one after the cardinal stadium bush it's bush and i'm not doing that I wasn't... <laughs> no <laughs> now i did think i did think about if we had a son i'd name him ozzy because that's a tribute to the cardinals yeah ozzy smith which happens to be my last name but that's a whole nother deal we want <laughs> but i think that's a remedy for, for cubs gear no, thank you. I'll wear my Ursuline gear every day instead. I mean, the, the links that people will go to. I'm trying to give you an out, Jen. Oh, no, that's not an out. That's another problem. Oh. I'm not asking for more problems. You talked about you can speak the crazy. I'm fluent in the crazy. Obviously. I, I know exactly how to, to relate to that. I, I, I can't imagine... And as we look, we, we, we talk about takeaways from, from stories when we talk to these athletic directors, and you think about, aside from maybe not having talked at all, uh, but, but since you did talk and you had this conversation, what takeaways do you have looking back on it? I know it's really recent for you, but what takeaways can we take from this story for our athletic directors at home that you look at and say, this is what I've learned, or this is some kind of this is some kind of information or nugget I can glean from it. Well, I feel like it's a very obvious answer, Dustin. You have to wear your glasses when ordering an Uber. <laughs> yes, you start there. <laughs> you definitely start there. You know, you know, I think that, you know, honestly, truly, it's a good reminder to me, for me, the deep emotions that connects parents, their kids, and high school sports. You know, uh, I remember that because when my kid played, you know, I had, even though I was the AD and I had hired the coaches, I had deep emotions, you know? Um, and, and so, so in those situations, um, I'm reminded, you know, what we're, we're talking, we're, we're dealing with kids and people and adults and, and kids, people who love each other deeply and desperately, and will go to any measure to protect their loved ones. I would do the same thing. I probably wouldn't do it in that way, you know, but I am deeply passionate about the people I love. And so for, it's just a good reminder, you know, and that's, and that's, I think that helps. I think the armor helps that helps me get to that thought process that, you know, he's not necessarily mad at me. Um, he is just really deeply cares and loves his daughter and, and wants what he thinks his daughter needs, deserves, whatever. And you leave it at that, you know, like truly I, I, you know, back in the day, you know, I, that situations like that would have kept me up all night, would have torn my stomach up. I just look at it now. I give it a little laugh. I give it a little shrug, say a little prayer for them. And I move on, you know, life's too short to dwell on, on the crazy. Well, there's, 
that is predominant in our society um that that there's there's a lot of crazy but I, I think you speak some really valuable truth and they're just parents and parents have a lot invested in their kids uh, and and you want that we want that as ad's we want parents to be invested in their kids lives and this was a parent who was invested in their their kids life and he took advantage of an opportunity that all right she's captive so i'm going to go ahead and speak my piece here and was able to do that and it was it ended up being an okay conversation even if it was uncomfortable it was an okay conversation absolutely absolutely well, and i think sports in general um evoke a lot of passion in people even if you don't have any necessarily skin in the game um I went to the Tampa Bay Lightning um, playoff game last night, and I don't know if you guys watched it, but um, two of the goals were called back. So they scored twice, and both times it went under review, and they called them back. And, like, I was angry. (laughs) I was there, and I was angry, and I don't have a child playing in the game, you know? So I think that um, when you add another layer of love and rearing a child on top of it, it goes to a whole other level of passion. And sports already invoke that on top of the extra stuff that we have as, you know, ADs when you're dealing with parents and and children and what's best for them and raising them. So I think that's really important as ADs to just remember that this is already a passionate thing and then you're putting more on top of it. And you're right. It it comes from a good spot of, of love. Um, it just sometimes takes, you know, parents 24 hours to remember that. <laughs> so, so you said the key word there, good. And so mm-hmm. my mantra, and I've made it the Ursuline mantra as well. So in all of our social media, you'll, you'll see this hashtag. But here's my mantra is this is good. And so the idea is that to, to find good in everything. So it's easy to find good in a state championship. It's easy to find good in a win. But how do we find good? in that Uber situation? How do we find good in a loss, in less playing time, you know, in not getting along with your coach? Because there's, like we said, there's so many emotions involved in high school sports that to make this a positive learning growth experience, we have to look for the good in everything. Sometimes the good Um, In that hard situation might not be evident in that moment. It might take days, months, years down the road. But I always promise these parents in these hard situations and my kids in these difficult, challenging situations, in these struggling relationships that there, I promise them there is good in this. At some point in their life, they will be a better person because of this growth experience. And so, you know, the good, we have to find the good in everything. And that's, that's how we harness those um, intense emotions. Well, in Jim's case, it may take a month or some miles down the road to find the good. <laughs> like literally what happened with her. Uh, but I, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's, there's ease in saying, find the good in something until you go through it. And when there's, there's a situation that is not good, you got to purposely look for good. Uh, and that's difficult to do. And sometimes in life, you're going to be dealt something that may look crappy on the surface or may look tough. But at that mantra of find the good, I, I love that. Find the good and no matter what the situation is. And you got to display that with your daughter, who's a coach who's a coach on your staff, but somebody who also says, and my mom's a leader. 
and she's that athletic director, and I got to see the good in that moment, even if it was uncomfortable, even if it was awkward, even if it was not designed to be great, you were still able to find some good, and I think there's a lot of value in that. Yep, exactly, exactly. You know, I, I had a parent send me an email yesterday, and they were unhappy with um, all conference selections and, you know, big old paragraph and everything. And I, you know, I ended it with some way, somehow this is good and just ended it like that, you know, cause there's truth to it. You know, like if you, you know, how many times do, in life do we think we should, we deserve something and we didn't get it or we, we should get a promotion. We didn't get it or whatever, 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 you know, and there's growth from that. So there's, there can be growth in these simple things such as, not getting nominated to the all-conference team because really in the realm of the world, this is not important. And right. I try to really tell people that too. Like, seriously, this is not important. You know, I had never won a state championship as a player, as a coach, nothing until my son's junior year in high school. Um, and he played on his fo- on a football team and he his team won a state championship. And so here I was, I thought this was the, you know, the, the, albeit of all of, of sports and it happened. And I was like, yeah, I'm not impressed. Like, nah, eh, you know, and, and then my son decided his senior year in high school, not to play football the next year because it wasn't fun because he wasn't enjoying it. So like, there's just so much, like you think you get to the best, the goodest, the goodest, the greatest thing. <laughs> and it happens and you're all kind of like, nah, you know? So, so I think we need to put things in perspective. Um, and I think this is good. helps us put things in perspective. I think it goes right along with the growing and evolving as a person. A hundred percent, a hundred percent, you know, um, I, 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 you know, it was funny cause I've learned so much in this job that, um, uh, I have recently apologized to all those student athletes I had back in the day because, uh, I'm a much better version of myself these days than I was in, but they had the best version of me at that time, you know? Um, and, and so that's all we can do is give each other the best version of ourselves. And there's great in that. So, so let me ask you this. What is the good about being a St. Louis Cardinals fan? Because I can't find it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. Oh, we win a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> just not recently, but whatever. Oh, please. I think you have a bad memory. Uh, we've only won three in our lifetime. But the Cubs had this mantra from... I've always said it usually happens during spring training. Next year is our year. <laughs> I'm convinced that next year, that's the good I look for in being a Chicago Cubs fan. There you go. See, there's always next year. There's the good. There's always, there's good. So, all right, we'll get off of the baseball soapbox because I know Daniel has no skin in this game. If we were talking I do. Hockey, I just kept my mouth shut on purpose. Okay. Like I am keeping my team right here. <laughs> I need to learn to keep my mouth shut a little more than I do. I need mean, your husband to be elbowing me right now. So it's not. It's just not fair to you guys. My team trumps your team, so it, it, it's not fair. So I decided to be quiet. Your team trumps your team. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll find the good in that sometime. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go back to Jen. Let's quit barring back and forth or sparring. Let's let's go back to Jen. Jen, do you have another story that we can dive into? Maybe not as awkward, maybe as awkward. We'll find out, but <laughs> a story that you could fire out there to, to give us some laughter today. 
Um, there was a, we had a situation, uh, this was, oh gosh, probably 10, at least 10 years ago, if not a little bit longer, it was kind of like when email was starting to be a thing. Okay. And, um, I had, I was receiving these, my, my president, my principal and I were receiving these, um, anonymous emails and they were pretty rude and, um, anonymous not, email. What's yeah. <laughs> anonymous <laughs> email. Okay. Like they made like somebody back there is real brave behind the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like they made up their own email address just to send us stuff. Um, and they were unhappy because their kid had gotten cut from a sport and whatever. And, and it was just, you know, you know how people can be bold um, when they hide behind, you know, uh, anonymous. And so they said those things that you would never say to someone's face. And uh, my, my, my principal, I swear to you, if he wasn't a principal, he'd be like in this uh, uh, FBI or something like that, because he did some awesome sleuthing. He found out who it was. He figured it out, called this person in, called him on it. And the guy admitted to it. So then he felt so bad that he did this. He ended up working the uh, basketball scoreboard for me for like the next five years for free. Oh, <laughs> there's your good. There's, there's your good. good. Right. <laughs> and, you know, like I'm not one of those people that's going to harbor, you know, any, you know, ill will or I'm going to, you know, I'm always going to take the high road. So I never made it like, you know, oh, you're a jerk, you know, get in here, do this. I was like, hey, come on in. Thanks for doing this. You know, have a good night. You know, it was as simple as that. Um, but I think he spent his time in purgatory uh, doing the uh, scoreboard for us for about five years. And I didn't have to pay a dime. Basketball so. jail. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he learned. People learned that don't mess with Jen and Mark. <laughs> They'll hunt you down. I mean, I, I, when I get anonymous emails, I just chuckle at them sometimes because you're right. They say the things that maybe this Uber driver I mean, he said them. I mean, kudos to him for being able to be bold enough to say, all right, here's my here's my issue. I'm not going to go home and say, well, I drove the Uber today for this one, and I can bash her on social media or whatever. But the the anonymous ones, one, I don't respond to them because who are you responding to? And if they're not bold enough to say their name, then I don't give them any credibility whatsoever. But they are entertaining. The fact that this guy got busted, that he got found out, I mean – and then his penance, where he just said, all right, I'll keep the scoreboard. Did you volunteer him for that, or did he just say, I'll do whatever you need me to do? No, I think he offered to do it. I think he just said, uh, how about I do the scoreboard for you, Mike? That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> what, right. a, what a very mature response, though, right? Instead of just, I mean, he started out very immature. I can't agree yeah. that. But, but the fact that he kind of owned up to it and was like, right. I'm going to make this right with your school, I think is kind of admirable even though it started Absolutely. off really unadmirable because right. a lot of people just would have been like yeah what you gonna do about it and walk away and then continue to be a pain in the butt but that's not what he did right right so yeah it was good I, I appreciate that and you know if if I ran into him in the milk aisle I would say hey how's it going <laughs> hey do you want to keep the scoreboard <laughs> send any emails lately <laughs> I, I think i'd have some sarcasm in there that whatever that handle was I'd, I'd make that whatever his email address was because uh, some of them that created here have been um parents for a better coach or you know something like that they try to do something that's what they put their email address as or sign it as that right um, 
and it may just be one parent instead of plural. But, they but you're say, also assuming that they're parents. I don't think you can do that anymore either. It could be kids. It could be athletes or students. It well, could be anybody. Right. Yeah. Right. It, it, I need to get this Mark guy on speed dial in case I have these so I can find out and crack the case. Maybe forward. for a lot greater things, uh, finding cures for cancer or whatever. I mean, he may be that kind of guy where he can, he can get to the bottom of some stuff real quick. Yes, he's a keeper. That's really, I mean, I think about... And we're all going to deal with it. If you sit in the AD chair, you're going to deal with anonymous email at some point. Um, and maybe multiple ones, especially if a season doesn't go as planned. So if you haven't dealt with one yet, get ready, because it's going to happen at some point. There's going to be an anonymous email where people are really brave behind a computer screen. Maybe not as brave in your face. I mean, this is two different spectrums. You've had an Uber driver who said, all right, here we go. We got her. I'm going. <laughs> I'm just going to have word vomit and say what I want to say. And then you're going to have those that hide behind the keyboard and say, I'm going to say what I want to say, but I'm not man enough or woman enough to say, here's my name attached to it. I'm going to hide behind an identity. Right. So I have no respect for that. None whatsoever. And, you know, I'll read it. And, and I would say 99.9% .9 of the time, um, they don't have all the facts. They don't have all the information. Um, and, and there's not much truth to what they're saying. Uh, mm -hmm. So I don't, you know, I'll read it and I delete it. Or I, you know, read, open the letter. Oh, it's not signed. Goes in the recycle bin. I just don't have time for that in my life. I don't have time. If you can't look me in the eye and tell me how you feel, then I don't have time for you, you know? So, um, you just said the letter. So I've gotten those as well. And those those hurt worse, right? They cut me deeper because you can't do anything. Like, here's the letter. You can't, I mean, you don't reply to them, but you could if you wanted to, right? Like you have the ability, but you get a letter. And, and the way that I look at that is like, someone took the time to like get out some paper and a pen and sit here and, and write it and then mail it to me. I always, for some reason, found the letters to be like a little bit more like, Ugh. but you're right. They, that doesn't mean that their information is correct. Um, and there's no way to even respond to these people because they don't leave return. I will tell you <laughs> something. I, I, a few, uh, I've done this a few times where um, I've gotten a phone call where they left me a voicemail um, that was not so kind um, with, um, um, you know, they were angry about something. Okay. And had lots of wrong information, but I have caller ID on my phone. So all I had to do is hit redial. So I've picked up the phone. I've listened to their message. I picked up the phone and I hit redial. Hi, this is Jen Brooks, Marissa Academy. I just want to say, I, and I talked to them like, you know, Hey, I got your voicemail. Thanks for sharing that. Thanks for spending your time talking with me. Um, so let's talk more about this and tell me, you know, what, what happened or why did you feel this way? And they just like crap their pants. They're like, Oh my God, she called me, you know? <laughs> um, so every now and then, you know, there's power in that. Cause mm -hmm. you know, I, they don't realize I, you know, Hey, I, I, I know who you are. I've got caller ID. I'm going to pick up. They don't expect an answer when they send it anonymously. But if I, you know, in those situations, especially the phone call, uh, because you get them in real time and you get them, you catch them off guard. Um, there's, there's been a little power in having some of those conversations. A little, a little fun, right? You yeah, have a little exactly. fun. Because then people they backpedal right down. away. You know, right yeah. away they're backpedaling. Oh, 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 oh. That's what I thought. Have a great day. Mm -hmm.
Well, you know, the, the letter, when they actually mail it, it costs them something. <laughs> yeah. Because an email doesn't yeah. really cost them, but a, a letter, you got to put a postage on it, and that continues to go up. What used to be yeah. Yeah, like 32 cents or whatever is now gone significantly more than that, but it's going to yeah. cost them not just putting the stamp on it, but actually physically walking to the mailbox and putting it out there or whatever. Right. So yeah. they've got some skin in the game. They just, I don't understand if you're going to, if you're going to go to that point, why don't you go ahead and sign your name to it? Agreed. Agreed. <clears throat> a disappointed just, fan isn't a good enough one for you. Disappointed fan, no. no, disappointed parent or fan or whatever. You I mean. know, there's there's always that um, there's always that fear that if they say something, their daughter's going to be penalized. You know, and I, I think that's the most ridiculous, ridiculous, lame, weak excuse. You know, because if if I felt someone was really hurting my kid, by God, I'm going to stand up for it and you're going to know about it. So I think that when they say that, there is no traction to what they're actually saying then. So and they know that. Yeah, that's the red flag immediately. I don't want this to penalize my daughter or my son, but I want to say what I want to say. That's the equivalent of hiding behind the keyboard and saying this is anonymous. You know, and when they say that to me, when they say it to me, I'll t- I'll say them, I'll say right back to them, please give me an example of when I have shown you I've done that. Mm-hmm. I haven't. You don't have an example because I don't do that. My staff does not do that. I would not allow that to happen. So let's have a real honest conversation about how we can help you and your daughter move forward. Well, and, and a good answer for that too. Um, I used to, to always be like, well, I, I can't help if I don't know about something a hundred percent, I can't. And then as soon as you're like, if you want help, like I can't do anything unless I know about a situation and you're right. Most of the time it's little or not inaccurate, but at the end of the day, I, if I want to know all of the information because I can't help to make sure everything is going on the way right. it should be. If I don't know about a situation. And I tried to always tell my parents that like, you're not, you're not snitching or tattling or whatever you want to call it. but I can't be at every single field and practice and game exactly at the same time. So if, if you're worried about something, you have to tell me, but if you don't, don't be angry that I'm not fixing it. Yeah. I've had parents say, I'm going to talk to you when the season's over. I said, that would be foolish. Let's talk now. Mm -hmm. We're in the moment. We're in the moment when it's happening. I can't fix it. You know, after the season's over, I can help you work through it now though. So. Mm -hmm. And you may not fix it to their liking. Correct. Cause it may, cause like, let's talk about fixing it, you know, like fixing it, you know, like, like you said, it, it may not be to their liking. So there's that, you know, and there may not be anything wrong to fix, honestly, too. You know, I think about as the stories that we've unpacked throughout this time, um, and we all deal with parents. I mean, heck, we're all parents. The three of us are parents. Mm-hmm. And I understand that connection and trying to do what's best for your kid. I, I get that. What I don't understand is I tell my coaches all the time, character never or character or influence never takes a day off. They don't get vacation. And that is when those those anonymous emails come to me, that's almost questioning my integrity or my character that they're not able to say, hey, let's have a real conversation because I got hide behind somebody else that ever in order for me to get what I need. Like, that's going to make me say, oh, here comes an anonymous email. Somebody not bold enough to put their name on it. I'm going to make that happen when it may not. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, I had a great time talking with you today. And 
I'm going to be so much more careful when I order Uber drivers. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have not, I've always been more nervous that it's going to be a student, like a former student even, but now like you've opened a whole new can of worms for me. <laughs> it could be an angry parent, not just a parent, <laughs> mind you, an angry parent or upset parent. So, um, I'm I'm assuming that this child's still at your school and will be yes. next year. So yes. I wish you nothing but good luck with that situation. Well, I, I want to be just bold enough to ask this because you're at a a all girls school. Have you ever had a drunk chain crew? Oh. <laughs> that that actually happened. That was one of our stories from Jim Harris in in Virginia. He said he had a drunk chain crew at a football game. And if you did, you 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 have it because I saw the look on your face. But if you were in that scenario, how do you fix that situation, old great wise one, Jen Brooks? Oh. <laughs> wow. Well, first of all, I'm proud to say my football team's been undefeated since 1848. <laughs> kind of like the Cubs. <laughs> undefeated since 1848. We got a pretty good streak going on here. Um, if, you know, if, it, if I would stop the game, you know, you have to, you have, you can't have drunk people coaching or uh, refereeing or, or coaching, you know, but, oh Lord. Yeah. Could you imagine that? I mean, just put yourself in that shoe of just saying, whoo. I mean, think about it, though, like any official could be drunk. Anyway, that's a whole nother story for right. a whole nother day. <laughs> We're not going to jump into that one. <laughs> you may need a beer after this one, Jen. <laughs> But I do want to tell you, I want to say thank you for joining us and coming on. I, I've admired you from for a long time and what you've done with the global community of women in high school sports and um, just you as a leader. Um, I've listened to, to several podcasts that you've been on. I've listened to or I've gotten to watch you um, lead from afar and just how you how you're intentional with what you do. And I value that. And I appreciate you taking the chance on Danielle and I to come on here and just have some fun in a different format to just say RAD world is crazy, but every once in a while we like to say, you got to have a lot, a laugh, but to use a Jim Brooksism, there's good in that. And there's yes. good in having this kind of conversation. Yeah. Yes, very much. Thank you for the good to start my day. I appreciate it. Yes. And thank you um, again to, to Jen and everything you're not only doing here, but like, Dustin said with the global community of women in high school sports, but also to our sponsor tickets ticket who makes um, this episode and every episode um, a paradox possible. And that is, that is the good that they do for us, for us a paradox. Good work. <laughs> so thank you everybody. And we will have another episode next week.